Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me John Petrovsky. John has uh, been a good friend for a long, long time, and he's Senior Director of Commercial Lending at BMO and the Bank of Montreal. But we're here to talk about not Tom or John, but an incredible new initiative from BMO called BMO Empower. So, John, first of all, with that incredibly long-winded introduction, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. And Tom won't admit this, but he and I go back about 40 years, so we won't admit to that right now. But anyway, we call it BMO, the ticker symbols BMO, but we affectionately call it BMO. And the new initiative we kicked off is called BMO Empower, and that was announced last week. And there, I facilitate a committee that engineered it. We looked at all we were doing to help low to moderate income communities and minority and women-owned businesses, for example, Community Reinvestment Act, philanthropy, hiring, and we came up with a bolder plan to meaningfully, meaningfully expand all our efforts. If you go to a, a website, you could Google. BMO Empower, that's BMO Empower, and the first or second link will take you right to our website. So in a nutshell, it's a $5 billion commitment to communities over five years to promote inclusive economic recovery. And again, it was just announced last week. There was a a webinar that was on with the mayor, Dave Casper, the president of the bank, Eric Smith, the vice chairman. We had Magic Johnson on speaking about helping LMI communities low to moderate income. And, you know, Tom, I know being Michigan State, a big fan of Magic Johnson. It's a shame you got me instead of Magic Johnson today. But in any event, BMO has a purpose statement, which is boldly grow the good in business and in life. And in this BMO Empower, we're really proud of it. We think it's a really bold statement and a bold step forward. And there's six initiatives under BMO Empower. I'd be happy to share that with you. You bet, John. I guess the thing that struck me when you first sent me information on BMO Empower was I, as much as anyone, often uh, am frustrated because I don't see how things can change. I don't see how things can change economically. I don't see how things can change to not simply have the promise of equality, bring equity to businesses, minority businesses across the country. And this BMO Empower speaks directly to that. I was wondering if you could maybe talk about how you and your colleagues really came up with this this idea to take this dramatic initiative and where we are in 2020. Well, actually, the seeds were sown like in last January. We began working on this project to increase our efforts in low to moderate income communities. And then the pandemic hit. And then we had the unfortunate death of George Floyd and other folks that led to really the social unrest that it called for. And this was really May 2020, a call to action because COVID has been lethal and it's been a downdraft on the economy and it has a really a disproportionate, disparate impact on communities of color. So this call to action, we had to just step it up and say, look, the problems are deep. There's no simple solution, but there are many things we can do to meaningfully move the needle. So that's why there's six initiatives. As Dave Casper, the president of the bank, when he 
kicked it off in the ideas in June. He said, look, BMO has done many good things in the past, philanthropy, employee giving, volunteering. But whatever we've done in the past, it's not enough. We must do more. And he, he really put out a call to everybody in both public and private partnerships. Everyone must come together, focus on economic equity, and whatever you've been doing, you've got to do more. And so BMO Empower is really about BMO doing more. And so the six initiatives, for example, the couple of them are really proud of because they're new. One's a $500 million commitment to a minority commercial lending program called Economic Equity Advisory Group. They're targeting middle market companies with, say, 5 to $10 million and more or more in revenue. And it's really targeting lending to Black and Latinx-owned commercial businesses. And we'll provide not only capital, but also thought leadership and networking opportunities. The second one that's completely new is $300 million for U.S. small businesses, again, focusing on Black, Black and Latinx businesses. And these are for companies with, say, $5 million in revenue or under. We're partnering with community organizations and we'll provide access to education. And what's really important here is we have an expanded risk appetite for these loans. Because in some cases, you know, banks make thousands of loans and they draw a credit box. And you, you fit within the box, you get the loan. You don't fit within the box, you don't get the loan. Well, this instance, we're not going to do loans we shouldn't make, but we're going to take loans at the margin and we're going to lean in. We have to lean in in order to do more and we're prepared to do that. So those are two completely new initiatives. They're augmented with existing initiatives that are being expanded. For example, $3 billion for community investment in affordable housing and neighborhood revitalization. That's a big target over, over five years. $300 million for to support municipal and nonprofit clients. $500 million in mortgage lending in low to moderate income communities. And then here's another exciting one is the $500 million for supplier and business diversity initiatives. Because we've, we've had goals in supplier diversity. Well, we just stepped those up. And so they're bolder goals. We've had goals in hiring initiatives. Bank has gone very public and said, we're going to have X percent of senior leadership be minorities in the next five years. And that's across the board. They've just stepped up what the goals are, and there's people assigned to get after it. John, one of the things that struck me that this is not simply access to capital, and it's access to financial education, and that many minority-owned businesses, they may actually not know how to create a business plan. They may not know how to fill out an application for a line of credit. They may be financing their business either through personal funds or through a credit card, and that BMO Empower will help through partnerships with local community organizations and national organizations to bring this financial education forward so that business owners can have that access to capital to help them expand their businesses. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that. Well, you hit the nail on the head there, Tom. It's not as simple as hanging out a shingle and saying, we've got loans for minorities or we have loans in low to moderate income communities. For it to be successful, you have to provide some advisory assistance. And the advisory assistance needed could be run the gamut of, like you say, preparing financial statements or a loan application. For example, I will tell you this as a corollary. Recently, the Illinois Housing Department Authority got federal money and then offered money for emergency rental assistance. It was called ERA, emergency rental assistance. 
understand the Illinois Housing Development Authority couldn't process all the 30 or 60,000 applications. So they reached out to various organizations, could we volunteer people? And BMO provided 10 or 15 employees that put in 50 or 60 hours. This was not a couple hours of volunteer time. It was 50, 60 hours of reviewing applications and, and checking the boxes, making sure it's a rental assistance. So you had to confirm the person was a tenant, that there was a lease, that there is a landlord, et cetera, that they're behind in rent due to COVID. And you'd be surprised. Half the applications were lacking in some regard because sometimes it's a complicated government form and people don't have the sophistication to fill it out. They fill it out incorrectly. So there's an example where BMO stepped up with just bank employee time to help. Likewise, it could be for these small businesses They'll need help with forms. They'll need help with business strategies. They have an idea that they want to expand, and it's a good idea, but it really ought to talk to someone that knows that industry space a little bit that can say, well, that's a good idea, but have you thought about steering it in this direction? Because we've seen people have more success by approaching it a little different way. I guess the other thing that struck me was, and you mentioned this, around the supplier business diversity issues, because that is not a direct infusion of cash. That's setting up a structure that a minority-owned business can then market to other businesses and market to a broader variety of businesses so that they can create their own customer base, really independent of the financial or capital access that you guys are providing as well. Well, you know, supplier diversity is interesting. BMO's been around for 200 plus years. Very strong organization, eighth largest bank in North America. It's U.S. subsidiary, Harris Bank, bought in 1984. That makes us the largest bank that's headquartered in Chicago. And for suppliers, if you've had been around that long, your supplier list is historical as well. Well, perhaps not many, as many of those there ought to be are minority or women-owned businesses, right? So it takes a concerted effort to say, no, we're going to change the mix here. We're going to buy supplies. We're going to hire advisory services. We're going to expressly target to buy from and hire minority and women-owned businesses. John, in the original press release, uh, I believe that you sent me on this program, was the following line, quote, not only will this effort help address the issues of systemic racism, but it's also good business. I'd like to focus on the second clause of that, but it's also good business. But it's not simply just business for the bank. This is the untapping of a resource in the United States that fully could be up to 40% of our population by giving them the education, the information, and the resources to really untap themselves, grow their businesses, and distribute that new income literally throughout the economy. Would that be a fair assessment? No, that's exactly a great way to put it. If you think about 2020's call to action, it's pointed out in bold font that there's a whole segment of America that's been left behind on the American dream and American prosperity. And if we foster economic prosperity, this is good for everyone, the communities, the people that live there, and they can be good customers of the bank and other businesses as well. And so the head of our Milwaukee office, Judd Snyder, I thought put it very well. He said, look, we can't leave anyone behind as we build to tomorrow's economy. So what's good for the community, what's good for the people that live there is going to be good for all businesses and good for BMO. John, this also strikes me as a great example of a tripartite, uh, at least two prongs of a tripartite protocol or process where we have corporate action, 
We have an investment in the community. The third part is government action. and We haven't talked about that as part of this, but certainly we have BMO's action. We have investment in the community to help the community foster its own growth. As I said earlier, the problems and challenges run deep. This is what calls for a full court press, meaning a public-private partnership. Individuals do their part. They do more. In our giving campaign this year, we've asked all our employees to participate, and we said, whatever you gave last year, if you can, great. We know it's a tough year. If you can give more, great, because the needs are profound. So individuals have to step up. Companies have to step up. The government has to make an extent, and Mayor Lightfoot's done a great job in Chicago of highlighting the need to help low and moderate income communities and has a number of initiatives underway. And we participate in those initiatives or we overlap with those initiatives. And we're very friendly with the city because we want to achieve the same thing. We want neighborhoods such as Austin and Englewood to really thrive and prosper and add population. So we all have the same goals. Uh, We just have to get behind them. John, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I was wondering if you could again give uh, our listeners information on where they could go to find out more about BMO Empower. Exactly. That BMO Empower, simplest way is just Google BMO Empower, BMO and the word Empower. It'll take you to a couple links that are right there, and it says BMO Empower, our new $5 billion commitment over five years to help minority and women-owned businesses and low and moderate income communities. Well, John, I hope uh, that as this program moves forward into 2021 and literally beyond, I might be able to call upon you to, to come back and, and talk to us about the things BMO is seeing. And thank you again for taking the time to visit with me. Tom, we're passionate about this. Happy to talk about it. Good to see you. If you want to stay up to date on the latest innovations in compliance and help your business run more efficiently, subscribe to this podcast and help spread the word by leaving a review. 